Welcome to the Sharp Waiver and Injury Show. I'm Todd Burrows, and I can be found on Twitter at BestBallNFL, and I'm joined by our waiver expert, Curtis Hirsch, at Curtis Harsh, H-A-R-S-C-H on Twitter, and our injuries expert, Tucker Bagley at T Bagley Sports. Make sure you're subscribed to Sharp Angles on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts for all four of our weekly podcasts, including this show, Sharp Betting Show with Ryan McChrystal, Sharp Angles with Dan Pazuda and Rich Rebar, and Sharp Angles Fantasy with Rich Rebar and Fantasy Experts. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Warren Sharp on YouTube for Fantasy Football Insights, matchup previews, in-depth stats and analysis, and more. And please feel free to leave a comment, and we would really appreciate it if you would hit the like button. All right, let's get to our takeaways from last week. We're going to start with Curtis. Yeah, my big takeaway is not NFL-related. It's more to fantasy-related, and I'm in year four, I think, of playing fantasy football, and I've still got a lot to learn. I, I left myself with not a lot of outs in way, with way too many teams with if Jalen Hurts doesn't go this week or next week, and that wasn't an ideal strategy. He's been on the injury report one other time in his career, and I, I let it left him as a single quarterback on way too many teams as I was trying to play for the win. And I've now taken myself out of a ton of contests, a similar situation with Kyler. I did have some backup, but that backup has also been injured. So moving forward, I need to leave myself a little more fab in the last couple of weeks in these contests that are top heavy in prizes and give myself a chance to win it because I've eliminated a lot of my teams with, being able to put a quarterback out there this week that's yeah, that, yeah. that stinks i i got four teams through to the uh regular ffpc best ball semifinals and all four of them have jalen hurts at quarterback so nothing you can prepare for i i split my ownership um uh, evenly it's just that my best teams all had jalen hurts not Mahomes or, or uh, Josh Allen, who also had very good weeks. Um, Tucker, what's your big takeaway of the week? Yeah, my big takeaway is, is kind of, you know, piggybacking off of Curtis. It's just how much we are at the mercy of, of luck when it comes to fantasy football, right? You can spend all summer drafting the right teams and picking the right players, but a lot of times you're, you're just pays a little bit to be lucky, right? If your guy goes down with an injury like Jalen Hurts this week, if you go up against a team – in the playoffs, if I as I did this week, went on and, and scored a, 180 points because they have a, a Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs stack, as well as a couple other high players that they got late in the draft. Even though I, I still had a pretty good week because I lost my second round pick to injuries, I'm I'm just out of luck. I'm, I'm done, and it's not because I did anything wrong. It's because sometimes you just aren't good enough or you weren't lucky enough. Yeah, and and you hope that the uh, luck balances out over time. But in the short term, uh, you know, I, I mentioned last week that I lost a main event final by three points with Kyler Murray getting hurt. Now this whole thing with Jalen Hurts. But, you know, that's why people like me tend to play volume. I did $100, $125 best balls between the early and the late. I got three through in the early 
uh, and none of them have Jalen Hurts. So um, I, th- that team that I had that was 61st in the in the underdog uh, best ball mania that got through, and it's got Mahomes and Burrow. So you know, I I've gotten yelled at on Twitter because I always bang the drum to mix up your exposures, uh, but it's it it really this is the exact reason is you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. And it's not always because of injury. I mean, look at all the Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams teams that got to last week, you know, probably I would say a lot of the top 500 underdog teams got eliminated last week because they got there because of Jacobs and Adams and they had an average week. So uh, I was going to go somewhere else, but I will say my takeaway from last week is one that I've learned painfully to live by, which is to split up your exposures and do volume so that you can resist some of the injury bug. All right, let's get to our main event of the week, so to speak, which is the injuries. Um, I did also want to mention that um, my other takeaway was going to be about weather. Um, I really like to use as a tiebreaker this late in the season, if you're between two guys, play play the guy in the dome. Um, it, it just is that little bit of extra. And, you know, make sure you're not playing someone who's going to play in a, in, in a torrential downpour, stuff like that. So injuries, we've talked about Jalen Hurts. Will Russ return? Mike White has been ruled out. Tucker, give us the scoop. Yeah, it seems like Jalen Hurts is going to be out. There's a a weird contingent uh, of Eagles beat reporters who thinks he might play this week. Nick Sirianni in his press conference today said that he also might play. They're preparing as if both Gardner Minshew and Jalen Hurts might play. And if Jalen Hurts does play, he's going to play the rest of the season, no question asked. I just I look at Saturday's game. It's pretty much meaningless for the Eagles at this point. They just need to win one of their last three games. So I would be shocked if on a short week they expose him to a defense like Dallas's, um, given the the injury that he currently has. Um, Russell Wilson, I think he'll be back this week. He cleared concussion protocol last week, and they still held him out for precautionary reasons. That certainly didn't sit well with Russell Wilson, and they did score their second most points this week with Brett Rippon under center. So. Maybe that was addition by subtraction, but I would be expecting him to be back this week. And then Mike White, the Jets, um, they play on Thursday this week. He's already been ruled out, even though he was a limited participant in practice on on Monday. So Zach Wilson will be under center for them. And it looks like it'll be Tyler Huntley again for um, for, for Baltimore, because it, it seems like John Harbaugh isn't necessarily hopeful. Lamar Jackson will be back this weekend. Yeah, I, I'm kind of lucky and, and not lucky. Tyler Huntley, one of my Hertz teams, Tyler Huntley is the backup. The other backup is, uh, I think, Carson Wentz. So he he's not going to play. And I have a Huntley-Andrews stack, um, which, you know, was pretty low chance that I would need it. Uh, but you get 20 rounds in that tournament. I also have a Russ. So I'm really hoping Russ is back. Um We've got some issues, Curtis, but we've also got some surprising solutions at the quarterback position. Yeah, we got some solutions, maybe, I guess. Uh, Brock 
Purdy, Purdy is a surprising solution. He went out and did what he needed to do, and the offense is designed to, to – it's pretty quarterback-friendly. Just get the ball out, get it in the hands of the playmakers, and let them do all the work. And I think they have a nice matchup against the Commanders this week where they can ha have the same recipe for success. The Commanders are pretty solid against the run, but their corners are a little bit weak. So I, I do like Purdy this week. Minshew as well. If Hurts doesn't go, look at the Cowboys secondary these last couple of weeks. They're just getting thrown on and they can't stop a thing. So I do like Minshew and I, I, I'm i a Tucker. I, I don't see the reason to play Hurts, especially because this could be a playoff match, match up down the road. What, why give them more tape on your game plan? I, I would just sit them for the sake of sitting. I mean, even if he's fine to go, they've got the division wrap. They've got the by wrapped up unless something crazy happens so no reason to put him out there especially with micah parsons running around and then i guess zach wilson maybe sort of if i guess that's the last option if it uh, looks like the weather might be poor in that game tomorrow as well and zach wilson is not an ideal quarterback but the jaguars defense also seems to have some struggles as well so there is a potential he could put up some points but that's uh, I, I would go with Purdy or if Minshew goes ahead of him. Yeah. So I, I will say this. I don't think Hertz is going to play for the reasons you mentioned. The one reason he might is he, I think the whole organization wants him to win the MVP and to win the MVP, he's got to play. So I will put that out there as a possible reason why he'll be under center on Saturday or is it Sunday? Either way, um, I think that's probably a 10 to 15% chance. But if it happens, uh, I think pretty much that would be the reason why. Let's move over to the running back position where Jonathan Taylor hurt an ankle. Pierce is on IR. Uh, Jeff Wilson, Ken Walker. Um, what's going on with those injuries, Tucker? Yeah, both Jonathan Taylor and Damian Pierce are, are going to be done for the season. They were Pierce was placed on the IR last week. Jonathan Taylor was placed on the IR today. So both of those guys in the AFC South are done. AJ Dillon left uh, Monday night's game early with a head injury, but he already cleared concussion protocol as of Tuesday morning, so he's good to go. He'll be healthy again after rushing for, for two touchdowns against the Rams. Jeff Wilson was inactive. They claim he's stayed today, but the way Raheem Mostert ran uh, on Sunday. I just, I don't see the reason for, for him to come back or for him to have a, a big, a big role in that offense after, after Mostert ran for, I think 145 yards against Buffalo on, on Saturday night. And then Ken Walker, a guy who's been dealing with ankle issues for, for about a month now. He, he played last week. He had a decent game against San Francisco, but, but he was out. Uh, he wasn't on the practice field today due to that ankle injury again. So that's something that certainly is worth monitoring as we head closer to the weekend. Curtis, who are you looking at to pick up at running back? Yeah, slim pickings out there. Uh, I guess there is the ghost of Zach Moss. I didn't even know he was still around in the NFL, but apparently uh, Jeff Saturday appreciates Zach Moss, kept running him up the middle for a yard and two yards at a time on Saturday, and look, that's how you blow a 30-some point lead. So Zach Moss is going to get a lot of the touches, and fortunately for the Colts, the Chargers have a tough time stopping the run. So maybe 
sheer volume, Moss will put up some points. Are you going to get a league-winning performance out of him? Probably not. And then the same with Tyler Algier. The rookies look pretty solid this year, except he doesn't catch any passes. In fact, both running backs haven't been used in the passing game very much, but Algier should get some touches as well this week. And the, yeah, it's, it's we're down to the nitty gritty and there's not a lot out there. Yeah. And again, Arthur Smith has been the demise of many a fantasy team this year. Algier was known as a pass catching guy coming out. So, um, you know, we've talked about using uh, coaching a little bit more in our uh, preparing for who has upside and who doesn't in the next year. And the poster child for that is Arthur Smith. Uh, Tucker, who do you have as injured and who are you monitoring at the wide receiver position? Yeah, I mean, the big injury is the one to, to Tyler Lockett. He had a surgery on his finger on Monday, and he's supposed to be back by week 17. The, the Seahawks only expect him to miss a week, but expect him to be inactive for at least this week um, before coming back. Nicole Hardman is supposed to come back from the IR for the Chiefs this week. He was designated to return last week, and I think partly because the Texans were on the schedule, the Chiefs decided to maybe hold off on that and not expose his uh, abdomen to, to that team. So I think Hardman will be back this week and be a part of that passing offense. And then Justin Jefferson, who seemed to leave the game like three or four times due to injury uh, on Saturday afternoon, Twice he left, and they filled him in with Jalen Rager, and they threw two passes to him. Both got picked off. Uh, Justin Jefferson's fine. He, they claim he has a, a rib injury, but he's going to be fully participating in practice, and there shouldn't be any issue with him uh, moving forward. Curtis, who do we have to pick up at that position since we don't have one hand on our locket? Yeah, good good question. Uh, Goodwin should replace locket and do a fine job. Uh, unlike Russ, Geno Smith has been able to support two wide receivers per game this year. And I, I see no reason why Goodwin wouldn't have a good game. They play the Chiefs. They're going to have to pass. They're going to have to put up some points. So I'm fine there this week. Next week, they've got a tougher opponent and Lockett could be back. But how quick are you going to run to throw a player in with a broken finger that has to catch the ball? Not, yeah. not ideal. And I think that's what you saw with Josh Jacobs this week. They didn't really pass him the ball as much, and that has to be finger-related, in my opinion. And then more in Houston. He's had 20 targets in the past two games. The counting stats didn't add up this week, but he's getting passed to, and they're playing a Texans team that has a pretty rough secondary. So I would go back to the well with more this week. Yeah, and you could look at Dorsett too, because yeah. it might go the other way. Tucker, um, it's always ugly at the tight end position, um, did we have any injuries to make matters worse? No, and in fact, things are getting better because Dallas Goddard, much like McColl Hardman, he was designated to return from the IR last week, and they basically held him out against Chicago. He should be back this week against Dallas, and I think that'll be huge. Even if Gardner Minshew plays, you look at the numbers those guys put up together when Minshew started against the Jets. I think Goddard had six catches for 100 yards, and he might have had two touchdowns too. He at least had one, so... He's someone that Gardner Minshew certainly trusts. And if this team goes to Gardner Minshew and has more of a traditional drop back offense, I think he could benefit greatly um, from that quarterback switch. Yeah, I agree. I think for DFS, that's a sneaky thing to consider. And also, if you've kept Dallas Goddard on your team and you were, you know, if it's a tight end premium, I think you're starting him. If it's not a tight end premium, um, 
you're probably still starting him. Curtis, that's not going to do much for us if we have to pick somebody up. Is there oh. any is there any blindfolded dart throws that you have for us this week? Actually, it does a lot for us. I've got a lot of lineups that I'm just excited to fire Goddard right back in, regardless of the how many points he gets per catch. Because yeah, like Tucker said, I think Minshew they they just drop back and pass and try to expose this secondary. So I, I really think that's a good stack in DFS this week too. Uh, my boy Chiggy out in Tennessee, he just, he's having quite the rookie season. So he's probably my favorite player right now. Uh, probably a little bit of competition coming back with Traylon Burks, uh, looking like he's returning to practice this week. And then I guess you could, I had Juwan Johnson, but I, I don't know if anyone's scoring a touchdown in that game. So I'm going to go with Chiggy or even Bellinger out in New York if he's healthier. I expect some points to be scored in that game as well. All right. We are at the point in the season where it's unlikely that anyone's coming back that we should have on our radar. But Tucker, is there anyone? Yeah, I mean, not not long term. I mean, we mentioned Tyler Lockett is expected to be back in week 17 if all goes well with his his finger rehab. The other guy that I, I would also consider, and we talked to him a little bit a little bit last week, is Khalil Herbert. Um, he's eligible to return. I expect him to be back this week. That's a running attack in Chicago that I think could really use a boost from him. Um, he was by far their their most efficient runner before he went down average, I think close to six yards per carry. So if Khalil Herbert is, is back this week, I, I think that would be huge for, for Chicago. All right, Curtis. Um, who are you looking at to stream at kicker in defense this week? Yeah, I, I like the Chargers just because of the next two opponents. They have a pretty good matchup against the Jeff Saturday-led Colts this week. And then they have Baker Mayfield on New Year's Day. I'm not sure if he'll show up straight from the bar or not, but I feel like there should be some turnover potential in both those games. Yeah, I've heard that all is quiet on New Year's Day. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway... Um, all right, so it is time for our rather famous uh, must-pick-up, must-drop, and we are going to go to uh, Tucker first. Yeah, so my, my ad for the week will be the Cleveland Browns defense. They played really well recently. They had 30 fantasy points uh, a couple weeks ago. They had 16 this week. They're going up against New Orleans Saints defense. That's 30th. And, and or Saints offense that's 30th in, in turnovers they have 22 this season so I think that's a, a situation where an opportun opportunistic defense can take advantage of, of Andy Dalton <clears throat> and company and then I, I would look at dropping Tyler Huntley I know he's a run first quarterback I, I know he's still in that system in Baltimore but he's put up six points in each of the last two weeks I think the magic we saw last year has run out a little bit. And if that offense has any success, I think it'll be on the back of J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, not necessarily um, Tyler Huntley. Curtis? Yeah, and just to add to that, looks like Devin Duvernay has just experienced some sort of injury at practice and it doesn't look good. So a team without any weapons at wide receiver loses another <laughs> body. So they not, just picked up sure the corpse they're of, putting uh, on the field. I think they picked up the corpse of Sammy Watkins. <laughs> oh yeah there's a there's history there that would be funny if they did i think i think um, i just I'm read on twitter Mar that they did oh maybe that makes sense we always have I'm some breaking news on this show it seems nice i'm going with 
Marquise Goodwin this week. I like the matchup against the Chiefs, and Geno Smith has been distributing the ball pretty good to the wide receivers. So I'm going to go with that, and I'm going to drop Michael Gallup. He's looked awful this year. The reason the Cowboys are looking at picking up T.Y. Hilton and OBJ isn't because they need a number three receiver. They need a number two and three receiver. He just hasn't got it done. He hasn't can't separate. He's haven't having trouble, and that's to be expected. He came off a major injury, and putting all the eggs in that basket and getting rid of Cooper was management's uh, folly. So wasn't a good play, and we can pretty much say that's the end of Gallup this year. Yeah, I I think it's interesting um, because it's a big takeaway of mine for next year. We went through a couple years, and I used to have uh, Dr. Jeff on from Rotoviz, and he would say that the new ACLs, um, you know, it's not like the old one. Feel free to draft these guys unless you hear any bad news. But we've we've seen a number of guys come back from ACLs and just really underperform. That is something that I plan on mixing more into my thought process next year. For- Gallup was weird because they waited so long for the surgery post-injury and there, there had to have been other stuff going on. So I think things like that are good cues to look for. The Cowboys are the best dysfunctional team in the league. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm going to go uh, from that to my picks. I'm going to pick up the Gardner Minshew. Um, even if you don't think you need a quarterback this week, we we just talked to Curtis um, about, you know, Hurts. Uh, Minshew is a guy who, even if he doesn't do it this week, he might do it next week. And if you don't pick him up in week 16, you might be facing him in week 17. I'm picking up uh, Gardner Minshew where available. And I'm dropping Damian Harris. Um, He's coming off an injury. He was supposed to be back last week. We've seen Pierre Strong come in and do a pretty good job. Um, And Ramondre is going to be the guy. So I am not going to wait around on Damian Harris and hope that he gets things done. That's going to do it for this week's show. Um, thank you for listening to the Waiver and Injury Show. Don't forget to watch our other three shows, The Sharp Betting Show with Ryan McChrystal, Sharp Angles with Dan Pazuda and Rich Rebar, and Sharp Angles Fantasy with Rich Rebar and Fantasy Experts. Subscribe to Warren Sharp on YouTube for fantasy football insight, matchup previews, in-depth stats and analysis, and feel free to leave a comment and, of course, hit the like button. We would really appreciate it. That's going to do it. We'll see you all next week.